But what this does, it neglects the time it takes to get through the tasks, which is why we don't get through all of them and we fall behind. All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed to your biz, more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses, stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet sister. How are you? I hope you're having an awesome week. Guess what? I am out of the closet, like literally out of my closet. I am in my office recording this after a hundred episodes. I think the first five I did in my office and they sounded terrible because of the sound quality in here and the windows, all this stuff. And so ever since I have been recording in my master closet until finally I realized it was really not so much the windows, but just the mic that I had just wasn't good. And I got this really much better, great mic. And now I am here with a beautiful window in front of me with sunlight, not staring at my underwear drawer in my closet and my, and my husband's shirts hanging behind me, which is always fun when I have guests on and we're on video and I'm like, okay, just disregard, you know, the ties and the shirts behind me. It's so ridiculous. So anyway, I hope you can hear the difference. I'm really excited about it. And it just makes me feel so good. Just another reminder to me, like how important environment is when you're working and how you feel. And I just loving, love having the light in here. And anyway, thanks for joining me. All right, Lady Lou, let's get going. Today, I want to discuss a topic that comes up all the time in my coaching, but just all the time in life. In fact, yesterday I had the opportunity to speak at a women's group where I live in a local group. They were amazing. And this is essentially just what we talked about because this is what I find is one of the biggest challenges for women business owners, just for women, people in general. And it has to do with the way we think about what we need to get done Otherwise, our priorities, right? Our priorities we need to do every day and how we feel about ourselves. Okay. So you're probably familiar with this scenario. You have a to-do list for the day, right? You put down everything you got to get done, like 20 things. You start your day, you work all day, you're busy all day. You're doing all the things for all the people, checking everything off the list. And then somehow though, even though you do all that, You're adding more and more and more to the list and you barely make a dent in the list. And then you feel like crapola, right? The end of the day comes around, even though you're working like crazy, you don't feel like you really got anything done or really got anything meaningful off that list. And then unfortunately, this can snowball into really negative effects, right? You continue to operate like this all day and you're feeling bad day after day, week after week. No bueno. What I hear all the time is, I'm so far behind. I'm always playing catch up. I'm never going to catch up. And then that leads to, you know, bad thoughts like, I shouldn't even be doing this. Am I good enough for this? How does everybody else get it done? And we get into comparisonitis and all the other negativity. 
Now, what if on the other hand, you could end your day thinking, girl, I am right on track. Good for you. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. How much more joy and ease and flow and happiness would you have in your life, in your business, uh, the way that you communicate to other people and your family and your colleagues, the presence you have, uh, just your creativity, your listening skills, all of that would feel so much better and you'd be so much more successful. And I would say that this really comes down to how you're looking at your to-do list. Okay, how you're looking at your to-do list can have an amazing impact on your mood and your confidence and how you act towards other people and how you also think about yourself. So the question I have for you is, are you task-focused or are you time-focused? Now, most likely you're task-focused because that's just what we do, right? We make the list, we have a bunch of tasks on the list, and we feel like if I get through these, I'm going to feel really successful, Right? But we don't put them on the list thinking, I'm not going to get any of these done, right? That's not how we go into it. Put them on the list thinking, I'm going to get them done. We put them there thinking, how great would it be when I check them off? Which means, therefore, we're working from a task-focused approach. But what this does, it neglects the time it takes to get through the tasks, which is why we don't get through all of them and we fall behind. Okay, we are task-focused not time-focused. Now, if you had a list with just three tasks on it that were time-based, right, from a time-based perspective and time-focused, you would most most likely get through your list, which would mean I'd feel really successful, I'd feel really productive, I completed what I set out to do. So here's the deal. We are not coveting our tasks, right? We don't wake up in the morning thinking, oh my gosh, I pray that no one else takes any of my responsibilities off my list. I hope nobody else can step in. And please, Lord, let me keep everything on my growing to-do list to myself. No, no, we're not thinking I hope nobody else touches them and that there's nobody else that can help me. We don't think that, right? We are not coveting our to-do list. However, we do covet our time. We do think I don't want to be exhausted. I don't want to feel out of energy. I don't want to stay in this perpetual state of overwhelm. My time is valuable. I want more of it. I want space in my day. I want to breathe. So this approach, when you start thinking from a time-focused perspective, you are coveting your time, not your tasks, right? So that's the way you start thinking of your time from this perspective, okay? From time versus task. All right. By the way, I'm going to interrupt my thought for a second here to say that since we're talking about so much about these lists and the checklist, I'm also going to link to episode 49 at the end of this. So when you're done with this, listen to that. That's called eliminating 10 major time wasters in your day. If you heard it before, it's such a good reminder of some of the don'ts. But that first one is about revisiting your list throughout the day and how this can be such a major, massive time waster and gets you paralyzed. So anyway, take a listen to that after you're done with this, because I feel like it'll be a really good follow-up after this episode. All right. 
So let's go back to our, uh, our task and time focus approach. Okay. So I'm going to challenge you to look at your daily to-do list from a time focused approach. Okay. So it's a bit of a kind of like working backwards approach. And as usual, I have my simple three-step process to walk you through how to actually do this. So you walk away from this, being able to put this into action and hopefully really just shifting your perspective to help you do this every day. And then also help you feel so much more accomplished and successful. All right. So step number one, look at your day. So you can do this for today, if it's in the morning or look at your tomorrow. Okay. But just look at the day. So maybe either today or tomorrow and determine how much time is not already allocated. Okay. Not already allocated, which means what you typically will have on your calendar, you probably have some meetings. Maybe if you're going to an event, maybe you have some activity, maybe you think with your kids, maybe you have a phone call, maybe you have a zoom call, like those things are usually on there. Okay. So I'm going to do this as I'm going through this. I'm looking at my day and tomorrow is my coaching day. So I have a lot of calls. I have a coaching call from 10 to 11, 1130 to 1230, 130 to 30 and three to four. Okay. So about four hours of calls and that leaves me from nine to 10 for a 11, 1130, 1230 to 130, 230 to three and four to five. Okay. Sorry. So I'm just trying to add this up in my head. So that's about four hours. I have about four hours. That's like free time. So if I really look at it from like an eight hour day, four hours of calls, four hour of times that are not allocated. So even though it's four hours, I have to think to, I think to myself, okay, realistically it's less than three for task because I need time to eat lunch. I need to have a little bit of downtime between all of these back-to-back calls. I need time to respond to emails. Um, So it's like really, and I also think I need time to create the recaps for my calls, my sessions. So I'm really going to think it's more like two and a half hours. I know there's four hours there, but I cannot work eight hours straight without, without these other things in between lunch, walk, take a break, emails, you know, that kind of stuff. So let's say it's like two and a half hours. So that's step number one. I basically, um, I'm just looking at the day and, and determining how much time is not allocated already between like meetings and events. Step number two, now I create my to-do list for tomorrow from a time-focused perspective instead of adding a dozen things on my list arbitrarily. I, I know I've said this about 20 times before on this podcast, but I know that you can hear this over and over and over and over and over again. There is a huge gap between what we think we can get done and what we can actually get done. Okay, our minds play these sneaky little tricks on us. On our list, everything seems so doable, right? Even when you know, like me, you have four to five hours of meetings the next day. For some reason, when we see this giant to-do list, We just can't make that connection that there's not enough time or you don't have enough energy or space in your day and in your brain to get those all done when you have all those meetings there. There is a disconnect between what's on our list and what actually fits into our schedule. Lady, you know it's true. You know you're always overestimating how long, how much time you have or rather underestimating how long everything takes. And so we find ourselves in these really stressful periods because, or stressful days, because we didn't get done what we wanted to do. We're feeling behind. We're waking up all night. We're working late. We're putting in all this time. And we're just essentially, it comes down to, we're not planning well. So we need you to change this perspective. I'm going to say this over and over to go to your time focus. Okay. Look at your tasks from a time-based perspective. 
All right. So that was the second step. So now you're creating that to-do list based on, so for me, in the example I gave, I only have about two and a half hours. So what are the things of my priorities that I have two and a half, that I can fit into two and a half hours? I can't fit in four hours. I can't fit in 10 different tasks. I have two and a half hours. So now I start looking at my to-do list in a very different way. Okay. I'm not just throwing things on there. I'm not just putting on what makes me feel good. I'm not just necessarily putting on the easiest tasks. Some of them might be, but I'm really thinking about how much time do I have, which helps me determine what are my top priorities? Cause I only got two and a half hours. So I've got to pick out the best, the top, most important priorities, right? In that will fit in that two and a half hours. And then step three, I plan those tasks. I plan my day based on that amount of time that I have. So again, of those dozens of tasks on my to-do list, where will I make the most significant or meaningful headway in my two and a half hours? And then I put them on the calendar. I actually put them there because here's here's like the, the pitfall we can just go into. We don't put it there. We kind of go through the other steps. We're thinking from that time perspective We're thinking through the day, we're looking at the calendar and we think somehow again, magically, we're going to remember this, or I'm going to put on a list, but until we actually visually see it, there's a good chance it ain't going to happen. Trust me and trust yourself because you know, you've tried to do this a million times and it doesn't happen. Okay. So get it on the calendar. So by the way, if you have no idea how long tasks take, because you've been multitasking for so long, we're always doing a hundred things at one time. This exercise, this is a great way to get a handle on this, to start getting control of it, to actually start estimating your time. So put a stake in the ground, put something down. And then when you actually, you have a block and you're going to work on it. Now you can see, oh my gosh, I was so far off. I'm like 45 minutes under what it actually took, or maybe I completely overestimated and I've never actually sat and focused for 30 minutes straight. And I didn't realize I can finish this. I gave myself an hour, but when I'm totally focused, I can finish this task in 30 minutes. So it's a really great, if you don't let that slow you down, if you don't have any idea how long it'll take, it's okay. Just go through this process and that's how you will learn. Now, another way to consider being time focused is to not think about a task in terms of how much you want to get done rather think about how long you want to do it for. Okay. So I'll explain this. So I find this works really well for tasks that don't have a deadline, like exercising, right? There were times when I was looking at things from a task perspective that I would say, I'm going to go walk for five miles. And that could take me, depending if I was going on a hike that was like a lot of hills, or if I was just kind of going around in my neighborhood, it could take me a different amount of time And if I didn't have the time to get to the five miles, I would just feel like a failure and I probably wouldn't exercise at all. So instead now, often I change this to, I'm going to go walk or exercise or do yoga or whatever my, or strength train, whatever it is for 30 minutes. So no matter how many reps I get done, that's, that doesn't matter. I'm doing it for 30 minutes. And this way, it's really looking at it from a time perspective because I have 30 minutes available in my calendar. Whatever I get done in that time is great. And no matter what I get done, I feel great. Whether it's just a 30-minute walk or a 30-minute yoga or whatever it is, it always feel better, feels better than none, right? Now than nothing at all. I did this also when I was writing my book. I When I started, I kind of made this parameter for myself of writing 500 words a day, right? But that put a lot of pressure on me. Because some days I just couldn't do it. I, I was just needed most of the 
day or that time or whatever I had allocated for it for just thinking. And I was outlining and I was brainstorming and I wasn't getting a lot of words down. On the other hand, other days I was completely in flow and I could get down 700 words or 800 words, you know, but it was so inconsistent that it would, I would not feel motivated to do it because of the days that I didn't hit my goal. So instead I changed it to a time focused approach. And I said, you know what, every day, like for 30 minutes, I'm going to work on my book. So whether that meant I wrote 500 words or 200 words or five words or no words, because I was just thinking it was okay. It didn't, it didn't matter because I always felt successful because what I was doing was just doing the thing, right? For the writing or working on the book for that 30 minutes a day or the hour a day, depending on the day, you know, whatever I had, whatever time I had allocated for that day. So that kept me so much more inspired and so much more motivated to do it again the next day. So think about that too, especially this works well when they're like not necessarily deadline related, which often this has to do with our personal goals and work from a time perspective, a time approach, work within that time, no matter what else you, you know, no matter how much you get done during that time. So I'll also do this for tasks. I tend to procrastinate. Okay. You know, I loves me the Pomodoro, the 25 minute timer. So I'll set one, right? Because now this is just a time-focused approach. I'll set it and think, I'm going to do this procrastinated task, this thing I hate to do for 25 minutes. That's it. That's all. No matter how much I get done, that is second longer. So maybe it means I'm going to declutter this drawer or I'm going to like go through my finances, which I've mentioned many times. I hate just like looking at all the numbers and doing the spreadsheet and, and I will, I'm perfectly fine interrupting myself after 25 minutes because it's such a dreaded task that I just want to get that done and I'll pick it up another time. But now instead of, instead of putting on my list, you know, get this task done and I don't get it done. I feel bad about myself. I just say, work on it for 25 minutes, one Pomodoro. Okay. So hopefully you're getting how this works. And, um, it, it just changes the way it really shifts like the paradigm of how you're thinking about your list. So when you start your day thinking, I have no time, I am behind, I'm never going to catch up. This stems from a task perspective. When you operate from a time perspective and you're looking at your priorities based on the time you have, not the quantity of tasks that are on your list, you change your thought patterns and your beliefs. And now you wake up and you can think, I have time for these three tasks today, or completing these three tasks today are going to make me feel really successful. Okay. I would say it's kind of like watching what you eat. So right now I'm doing Noom. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like this, this online weight loss program. It's, it's kind of like, if you're probably everyone's sort of weight watchers, I feel like it's like the new thing of that. I, I love it by the way. But anyway, it's set up so that I am, it's set up that you, you put in your food, everything you're eating and how much you're exercising. And it kind of calculates like the calories and fat and carb and, you know, all that nutritional information. And so you could look at it from that perspective, that nutritional stuff, the calorie, fat and carb, or you could look at it just from a food perspective. So if I only focused on the food that like fit within the calorie allocation, I would wake up and think I'm so limited on what I can eat today. Oh my gosh, I can't eat anything. I can't have anything. I'm going to be so unsatisfied today. I'm going to be hungry, right? Or I can choose the beliefs that are in alignment with looking at it from like the nutritional perspective. Okay. This is my analogy here. And now it's like, I'm going to enjoy the food that I have planned that fits within my allocation 
because this is what fits into my day in terms of like the calories and the fat and the carbs. So my whole belief system has now changed instead of here's everything I'm limited to, you know, I don't, I'm not going to enjoy this to here's everything I can enjoy. And so that's why I'd say it's kind of when you're looking at your task versus time, instead of saying, here's everything on my list that I have to get done and I'm not going to get them done and I'm going to, I'm always going to be behind. Now you're like, here's what I have time for. Here's what I'm going to finish and feel successful about. All right. So I know this on one hand, it's sort of like a subtle shift, but on the other hand, it's a major shift, a major shift. When you have all these great intentions, you don't get to them. You feel completely defeated, which is horrible and irritating and just nonsense. On the other hand, when you're like, here's what I want to do. Here are my goals. And you do them because now they're time-based. You feel awesome. Right. And why not feel awesome after all the freaking hard work and energy and effort you put in day after day after day? It breaks my heart. No, literally, my heart like hurts when I meet women, when I see women who are smart and talented and they're feeling defeated because of the way that they're looking at everything they need to get done. I want nothing more than for you to feel successful every day because productivity is an emotion, an emotional state. This is how you show up as your best self. This is where we build our confidence and our strength from. And the greater strength and confidence we have, the greater forces we are in our businesses and in our families and our communities and in the world. God damn it. All right. So let's put the kibosh on thinking about the quantity of tasks and instead on the timing so you can feel more successful every dang day. All right. So that almost wraps it up for today. But first, we cannot leave without the challenge of the week. You spent your last 20 or so minutes with me. I'm not really sure how long this has been. Sometimes I think I'm just ranting. So I don't know. But I want you to make your time here with me 100% worth it. So take today's action. The action is to move from your task-focused approach to your time-focused thinking. Here's a recap of the three steps that I went through. Look at your day, let's say tomorrow, okay? Determine how much time is not allocated to meetings and events and phone calls, everything that's already on the calendar. Then number two, create your to-do list from a time-focused perspective. Instead of just adding a dozen things onto your list, what can you really fit in? And then number three, plan your tasks and plan your day based on the amount of time you actually have. All right, lady, I got to tell you something. I truly, I know there is so much possibility for you to be fully in control of your day, of your time, of your energy, of your priorities. This is just the tip of the iceberg, but these skills can be learned. They are simple and doable once you sort of get into the practice of them, when you have accountability and you have the support. So if you're dying to get more of this and more clarity on the how and the beliefs behind it and how to like really implement this, Lady Lou, let's chat. Let's chat. Okay. So Come on over for a free consult at lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching. I would love to help you get the support to stop drowning and start taking control of your time and your day and your energy. And I just truly believe, I know, I know because I've done it with so many women that you can get the freedom and the flexibility that you have worked so hard for. All right. As always, you are the best. No, seriously, you are the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. My heart is full for your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy. Know that I'm always sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and here's to productivity on purpose. I will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.